0: Music <laughs> Welcome everyone. This is Virginia Parsons, your Hangout Mentor and the host of the Inspirational Women Show, where it is my passion and my purpose to provide you, the viewer, with a goldmine of entrepreneurial tips, strategies, and advice to grow your business from inspirational businesswomen in the know. And I'm just thrilled to be here today with my special guest, Sheree Valentine. We'll bring her on in just a moment. You know, it's so exciting for me to have you, the viewer, here as well. And so I want to thank you for being here because I know your time is valuable. And whether or not you're here live or you're catching this in the replay, I want to thank you for being here. And so as you come on into the show, please let me know who you are, where you're hanging out from. And also, you know, this is one of my deepest passions, and that is to provide a real collaborative for our entrepreneurial sisters and brothers. In other words, I need to know and want to know what you do and what you're passionate about. And so does everyone else, so that we can all get to know each other and share our expertise. So please just write a little bit down about what you're passionate about. I'd love to hear from you on that now also know that we will have an after show that's all I call it is the after show it's a great time for you to pop in inside the hangout and get to know Sheree and myself ask any questions that you have so at the end of the show I will be posting the link for you to come in live and join us and we usually have a pretty lively discussion in the after show so take advantage of that if you're here live won't you now Today's show is sponsored by hangout-marketing.com where you can receive a free hangout marketing assessment. Now this assessment is great for you because it first of all helps you identify what areas and skill sets you have in using hangouts to brand market and grow your business. But it also provides lots of great resources for you. So go ahead and take advantage of that. All you have to do is pick up your phone, that's it, pick up your phone and text the word success, S-U-C-C-E-S-S to 307-269-2040. Or if you're out of the United States, you can simply go to hangout-marketing.com and take the assessment. It will only take you, I don't know, less than five minutes for sure. And I'd love to hear from you. You might even qualify for a free strategy session with me to help get deeper into how you can use Hangouts in Air to grow your business. So take advantage of that, won't you? Now let's bring a little information to you about Cherie. Whoa, that's the wrong one though. How did that get there? Well we'll just close that off and I'll talk to you about it. That's from last week. I apologize for that Cherie. Thought I had that all set up in there. Well that's technology for you. Cherie is a shamanic healer and an EFT tapping specialist and you know what's great to me about that is she provides us with a lot of intuitive vision and knowledge and enlightenment through the work that she does and she's going to explain that to us a little bit more in a moment she you know she thinks more about the things beyond strategies and techniques there's a whole other side to doing business that she's going to share with us today so I'm excited to learn about that now we have three hot topics that we're going to be discussing the first one is to tune into your yes and no for confident decision making and she's going to show us some great techniques and how to do that today she's also going to talk about how you align your head and your heart to get the deepest information. And finally, how to develop and use your intuition to grow your business. So Cherie, come on in and say hi to the audience. I know they're going to be anxious to hear
1: all about this topic. Hi Virginia and hi everyone out there. Um, Thanks so much for joining in, tuning in with us whether you're live or catching the replay. I'm really appreciative that you're here and I'm really excited to share some great information with you today. Great. Well, I appreciate that, and I want to say hello
0: to the, a few of the people that we do have hanging out. I see we've got Lynn Sanders here. We've got hi Lynn Coach uh, Moore. Let me check out a few others that we've got saying hi. Uh, let's see, Mer- Mary Fletcher, just to name a few. Thank you for joining us today. I really appreciate your being here. Now, Sheree, I just I'm really curious about the whole concept of how you started working in the intuitive field and a little bit about um, how you learned to become a shamanic healer. So could you give our audience a little
1: background on how this all came to you? Oh sure, I would love to. <laughs> I think like most of us at this stage in our life, it's we've evolved into who we've become. And it was definitely a process. It really started, I think though, when I had, um, I'd been really disabled for quite a long time with Lyme disease and really had lost perspective of who I was, who my identity was, um, and I really kind of had to almost really surrender and let go and ask, why, you know, why was I dealing with this? And after several years of just the traditional path of just a bag full of medicine that was not improving my life very much, I just started to search for other answers, and I started with... With yoga, which led me to acupuncture, which kind of led me to emotional healing work, and combining the two together, and um, from there it just kind of expanded and grew. But at the same time, I also knew that I was—it um, was time for me to really look at what was I here to do. Like I'd always known in my heart that I was here for a reason. I was here to do something. I understood it at different levels. But it was time to really put it, bring it together. My children were all grown. Um, you know, I had that mindset that I had to do all the traditional things first, do the things the right way, before I could really see what I wanted or what was right for me. And you know, uh, obviously, that was part of the reason I got sick. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I look back on that like I really had a really strong sense of intuition in what was right for me, but did not listen. Like I really didn't listen to the point I got really sick. Because I, I think the universe was trying to get my attention, to pay attention, and it, I'm pretty stubborn. Uh, so it, it took a lot for me to really sit up and say, okay. Uh, so I started um, just coaching. I, I, I synchronistically was led into the world of coaching, which started to expand more of my intuition. Um, As I was working with people in a coaching capacity, and I was working with a lot of um, relationship issues, and I found that intuitively I, I understood or had a sense about what needed to be done or where we needed to go for their highest release of healing to embrace the coaching. And from there, it just kept growing. So I just kept finding the teaching, the teachers, as I needed them, as things would come to me, and I wasn't quite sure what to make of it all. I wanted to really understand it for my, not only my highest good, but the highest good of my clients. So it really took me on a, a whole path and a whole journey. Um, and the shamanic work brought it all together. It helped me make sense of my spiritual understanding. It gave me a spiritual practice. And it also helped bring all the separate, different ways that I was using energy into a more cohesive um, vision for myself that was really more powerful to work with my clients. So integrating that with using EFT as well as just some traditional coaching, I was having such much greater success than just coaching alone. Well you know I think it's interesting first of all that you're
0: um, you're telling a story that's like a defining moment really with the Lyme's disease and I've talked to so many people on this show that have something uh, an illness or a bad accident or something that leaves them in a physically limited state or ill state or whatever it might be that is defining for them that is a wake-up call I guess you would say Mm -hmm. so (laughs) it's too bad that we don't pay attention to these things a little sooner isn't it because uh, you you may have had to, or we may have been able to avoid that altogether. However, I'm sure that we go through these experiences for valid reasons. So is, you went on then to study shamanic healing, and you brought all of this together, and you use now, as I understand it, all of these different modalities and tools to assist your clients. Is that correct?
1: Yes, that is correct.
0: Okay. So in doing that. Um, what do you think is the biggest tool the best tool that you have found to really help people get unstuck themselves and take advantage of you know moving from a place of limited beliefs and um, maybe an illness or something like that into a place of balance and harmony
1: well i think the the thing that hap- the most important is is to really to is to teach people to connect within the, their own heart and within their own mind, and understand that we all have our own inner wisdom and guidance that can serve us, yet we're not taught that, and we're, most of us don't know how to access it, don't know how to recognize it, and don't know what to do with it. So by first helping people, there is an echo, isn't there? Do you hear the echo? I don't. Do oh. other people, let me know if you hear an echo. I know we've got one person that's having problem with sound. Okay. <clears throat> So I, um, first of all, I always like to connect people to a practice that helps them to tune in to that, to feel more grounded, to feel more present, to feel more in their own space. And that's the first thing I think. I think just having a practice that you can do very regularly just to sort of tune in and get present is the most powerful thing we can each do for ourselves. And then I love tapping. I think tapping is phenomenal because it is something that I can teach you. It is something that you can do on your own, so that empowers you to take some responsibility and have a tool in those moments when you're maybe feeling stressed or fe- or you know, like something standing in my way, and I just, you know, I need to move past this. It's just a, such a it works. I don't. It doesn't matter what you tap on. It really works, and that's why it's so amazing. And it's something that. I can do, like I have the Tappy Break that I do each week, so I create these videos. and That's something that I can do to offer as a resource to the world, really, to teach you about tapping, to give you a way to tap on your own, where with the shamanic healing, although it is so powerful, it's really something that like I need to do. Do you know what I mean? Or you need to learn it yourself, or you need to have somebody hold that space. Tapping works because you can do it, but it also works far more powerfully when you do work with somebody who is trained, who is a cert- facilitator, who can hold that safe space for you, and who can bring you as deeply as you need to go. And sometimes that's what's necessary in order to really make those big breakthroughs.
0: Well, I can appreciate that because, you know, the work that I did for many years was that hypnotherapy was the same thing. People are blocked, they have limiting a um, sabotaging behaviors and it's hard to break through that. So that's where you become a wonderful, you know, vehicle and guide and obviously healer for them. Now with the tapping though, once you can, once someone learns how to do this, as you said, they can apply it to anything in their life, and it's simple to learn, isn't it? And totally non-invasive. You really can't do it wrong.
1: Is that right? I don't think you can do it wrong and I encourage people all the time don't get stuck in your head about what you should be saying what you the most important part of it is the feeling it's really accessing that feeling that emotion and tapping while you're feeling it and talking and you can really say anything in the moment for yourself to find the freedom I find for me what I think is so powerful about the tapping is that it actually gives everyone a safe space to truly experience the emotions that most of us are trying not to experience. Um, It gives us a way to acknowledge what we're trying to ignore. And, you know, the more we ignore something, the more we resist it, it just gets more power. So by giving ourselves permission to say, you know what, I really feel this and this is really true for me and it's okay, there's Mm -hmm. so much freedom and power in that. And then you get to – you you literally, once you just actually – you become aware of it, and you acknowledge it, and you work through it, it's, you can let it go. And that, to me, is just, you know, how often, I know for myself, I still catch myself, well, I shouldn't feel this way. Well, why shouldn't I? I do, you know? <laughs> I could shit myself all day long, but the fact of the matter is, this is how I feel, you know? I'm either angry at this, or I feel ashamed of that, or I'm, you know, regretting this, and I can tell myself all day long I'm not, or ignore it, or I can tap. And really feel it, and see what comes up around that. Give it a voice, and then let it go. And to me, that's so much freedom. Well, I like the idea that you're giving it a voice, because as you said, to try
0: and ignore it, I mean, it's going to come out in some way or another, isn't it? It is. So, in, in giving it a voice, you're at least acknowledging it. It's an honest, genuine feeling or emotion that you have, and then you're able to work through it. Nice. So, I love that whole concept. Now, if you take this into what you had talked about in our first hot topic, and that is about discovering how to know an answer, a yes or no answer. Let's explain that to the audience, because I think this is going to be a very powerful, simple tool for them.
1: Oh, this is, and I really, truly love this. I teach this to all my clients. I have taught this on um, Telesummits for years, and I get such really positive feedback. So, there are many different ways. I'm going to just Explain a couple, and then I actually, if it's okay, we have time, take the time for everyone who's watching to actually experience it for themselves. Terrific. That's okay, okay. Yes, I'd like to. So basically, we're tuning in to an inner guidance. I truly believe that when we're connected to source, to our higher self and to a higher power, that that is what feeds us everything that we need to know for our highest good. And when you start to trust that and you start to believe that and you can tune into that, then you can start to really receive what you need. And the more that you can trust it, then the more, that, the more information will come and the more success you'll have and the more you'll be in alignment. So for me, I started very simply with a practice of asking questions and tuning in and, ask and finding the yes or no in my body our body has so much wisdom and it's just learning how to listen to that wisdom and there's different ways so we all there we all have a, a way that we favor or that's more natural for us so when I teach it in a group or in a class we will practice and go through several different ways so that everyone has the experience and then finds what's their more natural one way that we can do that is to just stand up and in our minds we just focus on the word yes we just focus on the word yes and we experience what happens i'm going to take you through this but i'm just giving you okay. a little But you're and saying that you actually stand up physically well that's one you way we focus on the word yes now okay. so when i've te- when i've worked with different people some people this is their like they this is where they feel they're confident yes or no other no other way so that's one way we can do it another way i like to, i like to take people is to have you close your eyes and i think this is the one we'll do and just really tune in to when you're thinking that yes, what's happening in your body. Now some people might see something, some people might get a sensation in their body, some people may see a color, you know, so it's different for everyone. And so I want to just put that out there because I think sometimes we think we're doing something wrong if like you don't feel it, you know, or you you don't see it, or you you know, it's not real obvious. So sometimes it can be subtle, but it's really something that no matter who who I've taught this to has worked over and over and over again. So we're going to start with finding our yes, and then we're going to go to finding our no. And and then you practice with really silly, easy things that are obvious us or no's. And the reason why I think this is important is that it gives you something really solid to tune into. So when you want to ask a question, when you need to make a decision and you really have a confidence with what your yes or no is and you have and you ask the right questions, you can start to make decisions. Um, that by the way, most of the time won't make logical sense, so I have to warn you. <laughs> I say this
0: I Well, that's because that's why you don't think logic in itself and specific strategies
1: are they're only half the equation, right? Well, that's true because for me, I spent so many years being coached and following everyone else's. This is the strategies and all of that. But what I realized, I was—I actually had my own sense of what was right for me. And there were many times where intuition was telling me that's not the right price or this isn't the right time or there was something about it that I wouldn't listen to because I was so stuck in, nope, I spent this money, I bought this program, I'm being coached, this is what my coach is telling me, this is how I'm supposed to do it. And I really tried to stay within the confines of the box and the steps and the logic and all of that, you know. And I, I, obviously there's a we want that. I mean we don't want to just be totally willy nilly either. But they work together. Like there's having a plan and a strategy understanding, but also really tuning in, is this right for me? Is this really for my highest good? Is this what's going to be the path for me that you know, is this the right time to do this? So when you can start to like have your strategies and the blueprints and, you know, your steps if that's what you like and need and how also can tune in to, is this my yes? Is this a yes for me? It might have been a yes for my coach, and it might be a yes for five people that are in this course with me, but is this a yes for me? Because that's what's really important. That's where our success comes in, is when we're saying yes to those things that are supporting us and are for our highest good, not just doing them because we're being told to or we think we should or we're following, you know, someone's order. So that's why I think it's so important.
0: Oh, I think so too, and part of that is just trusting yourself to know that you have the best answers, no matter what you might be being told. Because then it ends up sort of like a should. I should be doing this, as opposed to yes, I want to be doing
1: this. So that's a big distinction. Isn't and that's it? The, oh, the want is yes. When, and I, I I try to help people with languaging all the time when they're saying those sort of things. Like I, I really try to help everyone see that whatever you're doing is a choice, because it truly is. You know, we're choosing how we show up. We're choosing our attitude. We're choosing what we do, where we put our time. So the more cogn- you know, the more conscious we are of how we're showing up, how we're spending our time, the words that we're using is really powerful. But what I find, and this is where the whole the yes or no and tapping and intuition come in, is that if we're not if we're not aligned with that and matched up with that. You know, if we're not aware of the unconscious that's feeding the conscious, that's where I think things can get a little murky. So by starting with a yes or a no, you start to develop a confidence in your intuition, and you start to recognize when you already know something. Like what I I would like started with that, then I would confirm. Like anytime I knew, like I knew information came to me, but I just wanted to confirm it. Yeah. I would do the yes or no, and that helped me build my confidence, so that I don't have to do that all the time now. Because I just I understand how I'm being guided or led. My intuition is is very clear for me for the most Mm -hmm. part. So that, but this is a good starting point. So we'll just I'll take a deep breath, okay? Let it go and just really, just kind of you know take a couple of nice cleansing breaths. Just connect to your body, connect to your breath. Just be present. Get out of your head. <laughs> Don't. We're just relaxing. Just the breath will help. The breath helps center you. That's why I always come back to the breath because it centers us. And now I just want you to close your eyes and just sit and just notice. In your mind, I want you to say or think of the word yes over and over again. Yes. 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 And just notice what's happening in your body. Are you feeling light? Are you feeling expansive? Is a part of your body, you know, lighting up? Are you seeing something? Do you sense something? So just tune in for you, each and every one of you. And then when you get it and when you have it, Virginia, let me know. Yeah, I've got it. Okay, so.
0: It's it's right in this area of my chest and it's very. Um, warm and tingling and expansive.
1: Oh, wonderful. Okay, so I have found too that once we find it, it doesn't change. You know, for me, my yes is a very different yes. I get this very light, 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 lightness and tingling down my whole or my part of my body. Now it's been years, into this day, when I'm writing, I'll start to notice my body and I'm like realizing I'm asking a question or I'm doing an idea and I'm getting my intuitive yes as I'm sitting there with, you know, in the writing of it. But I also know when I'm thinking something that's not. So so everyone out there, I hope that you found your yes. And if not, you know, you can come back to this part of the, the video, replay it and sit with it, pause it until you find a yes. Okay, because it might for some people it might take a little longer if you're if you're not used to being intuitive if this is a little bit new for you it might take a little bit more for you to recognize it or to trust it.
0: Well, isn't it also about when you trust it? Just trust the first response. Don't try to overanalyze it. Just go with what you feel. Don't don't, uh, sit there and try. Is that it? Just say yes. That's it. That's it. Yes.
1: Well, here's how I test it too. Just, okay. you know, We all know our name and we know the truth, right? So once you found something that used your yes, just say, ask yourself the question, is my name? So you would ask, is my name Virginia? And you should get that same yes, sign, right? <laughs> it <laughs> so, comes pulsing out. <laughs> so you can just test it with really, you know, things that are obviously the truth, you know, that, that's a yes for you. But the other thing I want to caution too, sometimes we think yes is always a positive. And it's not. It's like tuning into the yes or the no for the answer that you need. And sometimes the no may be the more positive thing for you. So it's easy to think, oh, if I get a yes, it's, it's, that's the right thing. So it's more about understanding yes or no. But a yes is always going to be expansive, lighter, you know, tingly. There's, there's going to be an expansiveness. I don't know how to, but you'll feel something light for mm-hmm. a yes. Anything that's true for you, by the way, you're always going to feel... a lightness, okay? And you'll know it. So now a no is very contracting and heavy. So oftentimes people are already aware of yeses and no's. They just don't know that that's what's happening. Because a lot of times you'll feel yourself walk into a room or meet a person and like you light up or you go into a space and you just intensively almost feel yourself like closing in. So if you start to just pay attention to your body, you'll be surprised at how much information an intuition you can glean just from that. So, do you want to find your no? Yes, that's, yes. <laughs> now, this is so
0: funny because every time I say yes, I just feel that surge right there. Oh, great!
1: So that's yes, great. I want to find my no.
0: <laughs> okay.
1: All right. So, we're just going to take a couple of cleansing breaths just to let that go um, to get recentered, re-anchored, you know present. Just we're in our bodies, neutral. And now, in your mind, just say or think the word no, no, no. And just notice again. What do you notice in your body? Do you feel something? Do you sense it? Do you see it? Do you just know it?
0: Well, for me, it takes me down. It takes me down into my gut area. Mm -hmm. And it feels a little, I feel pressure there. Okay. It's subtle, but it, that's where I notice it.
1: Okay. So just, you know, test it with, you know, saying that you're somebody you're not. Let's see if you get the same sensation.
0: Okay. So I'm going to say, is my name June? <laughs>
1: it's obviously, you no. Know. Oh, okay. You feel, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. okay. So the same for all of you who are, you know, whether you're live or on the replay. Again, this might take a little more time for you. For some people, it is that instant, and it really is that instant for all of you. You just may not be used to tuning in to your body, or, you know, listening or understanding how you feel different. So give your, you know, just trust that you do know. You absolutely know your yes or no, and it and and set the intention that it can be very easy for you.
0: So setting the intention is important, and then trusting. Yes. Trusting okay. the information that you get, and as you say, it may
1: not be logical. And well, I just I'll share an uh, just a quick story. I made the I made a promise to myself several years ago that if I were going to tune in and check in and ask the questions, I was going to trust the answer, even if it didn't make sense. So that was my intention to just trust. And I know the first few times there were some like big decisions. I was like. You know, wrangling with. And in my mind, I thought I knew what the right thing to do was for me. But when I did the intuitive check, it was not what I would have thought. So, but I, I reminded myself I had made a promise <laughs> to just trust the answer and went with whatever came up. And when I, you know, and it was amazing to me looking back how it was exactly the right thing for me. So, in my mind, thinking about it, I would have chosen something different, but trusting the intuition. And one example, and it's silly, but I was to be a guest on a radio show on a panel. We, I was part of a team called Project Makeover, and we really there was a whole 14 of us who came together, and each of us lented our expertise in in doing a makeover for women who really just worked really hard, just gave, 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 and it was this was something for them. And the morning that I was to go, I just knew I shouldn't go. Now, that made no sense to me because, again, like, I made a commitment. (laughs) I honor my commitment. Yeah. Um, And I called one of the other teachers. She's she's a spiritual teacher also. And I just told her, and she says, Sheree, you know you have to trust that. And I said, I know, but I feel like I'm letting everybody down, and you're all, you know, everyone's expecting me to be there, and if I just don't show, Sheree, you have to trust it. So I'm like, okay. She says, you know, you can call in. You can call in on the radio and talk to us. Why don't you do that? So you know that's what I did. I didn't go, called in on the radio, and right after the show, she sent me a text and she said, "It was a disaster. There weren't enough seats. The studio was smaller than they expected, and if you had come, you wouldn't even have been on air and wouldn't even have been able to join us."
0: Oh my <laughs> gosh! What a validation. That's amazing. That's
1: and it amazing. is good to
0: get the validation because it really
1: does yeah. help you trust.
0: <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Well, let's let's move into the aligning your head and your heart because I think that. That's um, another part of this, you know, the logic versus the, the passionate, the loving part of yourself and why that's so important in, in life and, of course, in business.
1: Right. So what I found that, again, oftentimes we think we want something or we think we know something, but if we were to tune in intuitively and check in, we may find that we don't really believe it's possible. There may be a limiting belief that's there, um, so I I think tapping is wonderful because I think tapping does help align the head and the heart because tapping brings us out of our head into the subconscious, into that place where our wisdom is lies, and helps us to make the connections we need to see. Helps us to see where we where maybe we're blocked or stuck, where maybe there is a limiting belief we don't we're not aware of. Um, and when you combine what we just did, the yeses and the noes, with you know tapping, whoa, it's powerful. So I had set a goal for myself about two years ago. And I actually tuned in and say, do I believe this is possible? And I got to no. know. So my head was so gung-ho. My vision was so clear, like this was it. This was my goal. But when I tuned in, I did not believe it was possible. So how... How could it ever be achieved? so I did the t- to tapping in the clearing work to go in and explore where, don't, where do I believe where, why don't I believe this where is this belief where am I holding on to the belief that it, this is impossible and and use tapping to help me get to that space where I was able to finally ask that question and, and feel a yes so that now I mean, now my head and my heart were aligned. Because my heart was like, there's no way you can do that. Before everybody's trying to keep me safe, you know, it just didn't, whatever, you know. But my head was like, of course I can. I can do anything I want. I, you know, if I set my mind, you know. (laughs) And so by having the conversations at both ends, that's, and when you, when they're both in agreement, that's when magic happens and that's when success happens.
0: Okay, so you use tapping for that. So I know we're not going to have time to do tapping today, but you'll be able to uh, tell people where they can go to get the tapping information and uh, to watch your show. So it's a wonderful show, by the way, her tappy break. So we'll make sure that you all get directions to get there. I wanted to bring up um, just quickly uh, Lynn's comment. She says, interesting intuitive comparison, Cherie. I can feel the difference between feeling a yes or no inside my inner self this inner guidance is so important for everyone. Yes, it is, Lynn. Okay. I'm glad you were able to feel it because uh, it makes a big difference for sure. Yes. Uh, so that goes into developing your intuition and using your intuition in business and in life. So, What's a, a, a great strategy or tip you have for us in addition to you know, yes and no,
1: which I think is a great way to start? So, start. I'll, I'll just share with you. There are four major ways. So, there's an emotional intuitive, the physical intuitive, a mental intuitive, and spiritual intuitive. And we all definitely can tune in intuitively to all four of these. But you'll find you're probably stronger in one or the other. So maybe start to pay attention a little bit more to see when you get intuition. Is it something that you feel in your body? Is it more emotion you tune into? Uh, you know, is it just a knowing? Or is it as a sense of understanding? Like, is it something that comes into your mind and you think it, and it's like you know what it is? So, start to pay attention to I to to how you're sensing things, uh, how you're feeling. Again, how are you feeling when you're about to do something? You know, when you make a commitment, before you make a commitment, just tune in and ask: Is this for my highest good? Does this feel good to me? Is this, does this feel light and expansive? Or does this feel l- contracting and limiting? And just really start to ask questions about what you're about to do, any decisions you make, um, whether it's a class you're going to teach, whether it's to accept an invitation to be a guest somewhere, um, a, the pricing that you're going to use. You know, you have all the guidelines that maybe you've been given on how to do these things. Now take it to the next step and check in and ask, is this true and right for me at this time? And pay attention, and really start to ask the question. I think asking questions is the most, um, is the best thing that we can actually do. Because when we're in the question, that's where the answers can come to us. Um, You and start to pay attention to where you're being guided. One day, I went to. uh, I was so clear. I made up a list of places I was going to call. I had a before I did tappy break. I did tappy hour, and it was literally a group of for one hour. It was very interactive, hands-on, FaceTime, experiential tapping session that I would do weekly, and I was really excited about it. But I didn't know I, did ha- I needed a place to do it. I had a home office. I wasn't ready to, to bring just strangers into my house. Um, so anyway, I made this list of all these potential places that would be a good fit. And the day that I went to sit down and make the phone calls, again, I got this very strong "Don't do it." Don't do it. So I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm going to trust. I'm going to trust it. The next day, I ended up getting a call that they could take my car into, for service. Um, I went to do that. I went to this place just because I wanted to get an egg sandwich, but I didn't realize it was a vegan place. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> but went in, walked in, met the owner. There was an instant connection. We started to speak. And two weeks later, I was offering tappy break there. I mean so it was you just guided if you're open and pay attention. Well, well the no. thing of it is I had been this one place in particular, I had gone in three times to try to meet with the owner. I had sent her several emails that bounced back. I actually mailed her actual things in the mail and nothing was happening. We were not connecting and I kept like trying to like make that happen. And then and that's the other thing. We have this belief many of us that it has to be hard and we have to struggle. And actually, the things that are actually the right truth for us are easy. They are really they, they they're pretty smooth and pretty easy. And when that's happening, that's guidance. You know, when things are when doors are opening and yeses are coming and things are easy, that that's the right direction for you.
0: Well, it's sort of like uh, floating down the river rather than trying to swim upstream, isn't it? Mm-hmm. And if it feels really hard, that may be a, an important message that that's you're it. getting. It's not to say that that it's not okay. I mean, it is okay to work hard and focus on something, but you've got to feel like there's movement with it, right? That it's not you're not running into roadblock after roadblock Roadblock. after roadblock.
1: Because if you are, chances are it's either not for your highest good, or you're not in alignment. Yeah. So again, that comes back to intuition, comes back to the head and the heart being aligned, comes back to understanding what's true and right for you, and really trusting and and allowing your heart to speak as much as your head.
0: So how much does a, does a person, well, I'm sure it varies, but I'm just thinking in general, um, mm-hmm. as far as using tapping to clear some of these things that feel misaligned, number one, mm-hmm. um, and, and, you know, getting back into alignment when you do have um, a challenge, how often do you tap? How long might it take to clear something?
1: But, so it really does depend. Um, so, some people recommend you just tap every day. There's there's something called personal peace procedure where you actually just make a list of things that you know bug you, you know, things that you know where you need to forgive, where you're angry, where you get triggered. And every day, just tap, take 10 or 15 minutes and tap on one. I mean, that's one thing you can do. Tap uh, when you know something's being lit up for you. T- stop and take the time to do it in that moment and get yourself back to neutral. Um, it, it, again, if people do my tappy breaks, and I get so many emails from people saying they can't believe how much it's helping them, they're so grateful for. It. And those are pretty general because you know I'm not like we're not specific. I'm not talking to you, saying okay, asking you the questions, bringing you to your specific. But I do try to coach people through that in the video, um, mm-hmm. rather than it just being this just tapping. Everyone just does these tapping. I'm really trying to help. So um, I think if you have a regular tapping practice. It's always going to help because you're always going to be releasing stuck and held energy anyway. When something's really, really triggering you, when you really feel blocked, when you can't move through it on your own with your own tapping, I think that's when you would want to reach out to work with somebody. And that can be quite quick. I mean, I've worked with people in like in an hour session and moved through three or four really big things. Um, because if you can go to the source and that's where like, you know, I'm not a big one. But like, like, let's start here. I'm gonna ask you the questions to like when did this begin? Like where did this really start happen for you? We can collapse something in minutes sometimes. I had a client that's been working with me for over a year and the other day, like we in like five minutes of tapping, she was like she couldn't believe herself, like how much just having the awareness of something that came up through the tapping and me asking the questions. She was just like, Oh my goodness. And she was and I went back in because, you know, we tune in to see if it's working. And she was just like I'm good. I am, I'm really good. And then, so I went back to check on the issue where we started, and that was clear too. Because uh-huh. it, that's how it works. When you can go to really where 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 the, where that nugget is that you really need, you can collapse things pretty quickly. Well, I think
0: it's a fabulous tool. As I told Cherie, I've been using it myself for a number of years. Um, not to th- not professionally like Cherie, but I do think it's a, a great tool and simple enough to pick up. So, Sheree, I know you have um, uh, some free information for people, and also you can let them know about your where they can find out more about your Tappy Break. Um, obviously, it's uh, you do a hangout on air show with that. But go ahead and share with everyone uh, the information you have for them.
1: Thank you. So I do Tappy Break live every Thursday at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. It's about 20 minutes, and you're welcome to come and be part of the event page. I do open the green room up actually before and after, so you always can talk and meet other people and ask me more specific questions. And all of them are housed on my YouTube station, which is Cherie Valentine, under Tappy Break. And there are at least at this time, I would say, 30 videos with all different topics, and I will continue to be doing this, so the, 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 the library will be growing. Um, if you want to be included in the invitations each week, you can ping me on Gmail um, and just let me, ask me to add you to the Tappy Break list. Um, you can also go to my website and send me an email through the contact button at sherryvalentine.com and just say, hey, I'd like to be included in the invitations. Um, but I have a free gift and I'd like everyone to take advantage of it because this is going to help you get started and in, in be more centered, more grounded. Um, and using your intuition and being more aware of your intuition, as well as protect, um, um, protecting yourself in such a way that you're taking on less and less of other people's information so that you're more, you get more and more clear that this is my stuff that I'm feeling, that I'm seeing, that I'm experiencing. And it's not clouded by maybe because you're intuitive and not, unaware of some of your intuitive styles. You might be taking on other people's emotions, feelings, beliefs that aren't even yours, So this practice actually helps you to start letting shed that away and get more grounded in yourself. And that's just going to com forward slash success. And there are three very short meditations. One is to grounding, one is gratitude, and one is on setting intentions. Well, that sounds wonderful, and I know I'm going to take advantage of that, and I hope that the rest of you do because
0: um, anything we can do to develop our own intuition, right, and help us make you know good decisions in our lives that, that are in alignment both with our head and our heart, I think, are to everyone's advantage. Now, I'm going to go ahead and post in the comment section if you'd like to join us in the after show. We'd love to have you come in live. Let me go ahead and put that in there for you. And share it. And you know, we don't spend a long time in the after show, but we do spend some time there so that you have a chance to get to know uh, Cherie. Ask her any questions. I love that you come in and say hi. It's how I get to know you as well. So it's a great time. We usually get kind of lively in there. So feel free to come on in and join us um, as we say goodbye today. Cherie, I want to thank you very much. It's been very valuable, very informative, and I think that those viewers who take advantage of your tips especially just starting with the yes and no are going to experience some amazing transformations in their own lives because they're going to stop doubting themselves and start trusting themselves and I think that's just really really important.
1: Do you have any final words for our audience Shuri? Uh, I want to thank all of you who are here live and any of you who are watching in replay. And I would love it if you let me know how that yes-to-no exercise worked for you. Send, shoot me an email at com, or actually come back to the event page and just let us know how you know what your yes-to-no is, how it's helping you. I mean, I'm sure Virginia would appreciate that as much as I would. And I want to thank you, Virginia, so much for having me as a guest. It really is such a pleasure to be here and to be able to share this. And I love what you do, and I'm, I'm a fan of your show. So it was such a blessing for me to be invited. Thank you. Thank you, Cherie. Well, it's
0: been wonderful to have you as well. I want to thank all of you viewers. You know, I tend to be going over these days. I just feel like as far as time's concerned that this is such valuable information. I just haven't been able to squeeze it down to 30 minutes. So please forgive me. Uh, Take your time watching. Watch what you can. And the most important thing to me is pick up just one strategy and use it in your life. If you do that, I will feel I've accomplished one of my goals. So I want to thank you all for being here today, and we'll see you next week on the Inspirational Businesswoman Show. Bye-bye now.